0: Hello, if you're just joining us, this is part two of a two-part series on Gone Girl. Uh, we did not originally record it, intending it, for it to be a two-part series, but we enjoyed this particular uh, movie so much that we talked for a really, really long time. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to part one. And if not, feel free to head on through and enjoy the show. I have to be honest with you, dear listener. Um, We have spent one hour describing this movie, and this is where it gets really good. It's true. Like, this movie was a thousand years long, and this is where I'm like, oh, shit, this is amazing. (laughs) It's going down. Uh, So there's something also so real about her. Like, she decides, okay, I'm going to disappear. I'm going to immediately start just pounding donuts and Kit Kats. Yep.
1: And Fritos. I don't have to a give a fuck. woman after my own
0: heart. No, Mo. <laughs> she's like, well, I'm not going to be the old me anymore. I'm going to get fat. I'm going to eat what I want. And I'm going to be somebody else. And then I'm going to die. <laughs> um, so they cut to Amy basically driving away in a car with like a bandage around her arm. And she's got some sunglasses on. She's riding away over a bridge. And she goes into this monologue about, you know, why she's like leaving Nick and how fucking relieved she is to be dead. Just like how happy she is just to not exist anymore. Um, And she just, she goes into this whole thing about being a cool girl and um, you know, the defining compliment of like being hot game, down for anything, super fun, um, never getting angry, always smiles, you know, in a shit grin loving manner, <laughs> um, <laughs> and always presents her mouth for fucking, um, she also says something about always, uh, having to wax stripped her pussy raw and eat pizza <laughs> and still manage to be a size two, all while living in the moment, so, um, I don't know. I feel like, especially, I think, like, in the book, the whole monologue really was very powerful. It is in the movie as well, but I think that in the book, it really, I mean, and perhaps it's because it was the first time I, like, experienced this snap of, like, this sweet, loving, like, worried Amy, like, what's going on in my relationship to, like, fuck this asshole. (laughs) Like, I just... I feel like it was the first time also that this thing that I had tried that, like, I feel like everyone who I knew was trying to be in college, like, was described to me. And, yes. like, all of a sudden it was like – it was like I had been seeing, a tr- like, one tree over and over again and someone said, wait, take a step back. And all of a sudden I could see that, like, oh, shit, there was an entire forest there. Like, there – there, it was a real thing, especially at the time that, like, you had to be cool. Like, I feel like, like, saying things like, I'm not like other girls. Like, I don't hang out with girls. I don't have girlfriends. Yes, friends.
1: that especially. Like, I mostly hang out with guys. Like, was such that a is thing. such an identifier. And you used to want to say those things. Yeah. And I've never been, I mean, all throughout, middle school and high school, I had mostly girlfriends. But then you get to college and you want to be cool and you want to, like, drink like everyone else, even if you shouldn't. And, like, and it's that whole thing of, like, getting into sports or, like, watching guys play video games and be like, yeah, this is cool. I'm going to drink whatever you guys are drinking and then try to not gain any weight, which is impossible in college. And it was – it's it's always been a thing, and this was the first time that someone – that we, like, found a name for it. Yeah. And the description is just on point because, I mean, I think we've all tried to be that person. For sure. At one point in our lives. Definitely. Most likely when we were very young and impressionable and you think that that's who you should be. Especially the the hanging out. Like, now I'm very weary of women. Who are like, oh no, I don't hang out with other women. Yes, <laughs> like now I'm just like, okay, well then I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> oh,
0: you don't hang out with other women. I might not be your type. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, guess I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah,
1: I like women. I'm actually like actively trying to befriend more.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think, but I also think. So I spent like. Four years of my life being like, oh, I don't need girlfriends. I have my, I have my boys, and then I spent like a decade being like, I need to undo all of that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I love my guy friends, but I spent so much time being like, I don't need that
1: drama. Except that, like, yes, I did. I'm a guys very are- dramatic person, <laughs> and so, and like guys are just as dramatic, and. Sometimes – I think, like, the reason why we even started this podcast is so that we get some more, like, quality lady time. <laughs> For sure. It definitely because is. Because we all live – like, even though we're not – we're no longer one of those women, like, we only hang out with guys, majority of our friends – our guys, yeah, hang out. So it's a it's a nice break. And I live with a guy now. I think we all live with
0: guys now. So. Yeah, we, I mean, we all do. Sometimes you just need a break from that. You're like, all right. And I do watch basketball, so I think to some extent, I am still trying to be a cool, girl. God but,
1: bless you. I mean, yeah, I do play fantasy football, right? See, we still, yeah, we still which do I stuff. think like, we're still
0: guilty of it.
1: Um. Well, and that's and that's the whole thing is that you can be you can have some. Uh, of the cool girl factors but you can be more than that you can care about things like your marriage in this case in the movie like she really cared about her marriage Yeah, and but knew there something also, was wrong
0: there is some like a sense of the minute that she stopped being this cool girl and started like
1: being giving her shit
0: like uh oh now you're not the girl that I want to have sex with anymore right yeah He, like, wanted her to always be. Yeah, like, she
1: became complicated. She became a fully-fledged person with emotions and, you know, like, I don't know if we, like, we mentioned, like, they had to move from New York to Missouri to take care of his mom. And it wasn't easy for her. And for him, it was fine because he was coming back, you know, with his family, with his sister and his high school friends. Yeah to like a
0: life that he already knew and she also makes a point to say that like he didn't even ask it was just like assumed you know it was just like oh my mom's sick let's go and it wasn't like hey like I know this is going to be hard for you but is it okay you know and like obviously she would have never ever given him any kind of like problem for wanting to go take care of his ill mother but at the same time like you're having her sell like her brownstone in new york which they're not easy to come by and it's like this whole life that she's built for herself someplace else and asking her to just drop everything and like follow you
1: and um yeah uh she you know she basically and then for him to not even care like when they're there to like check in or
0: yeah and she says like, husband he, he ruins me and like he kind of did you know he took everything from her and then kind of ignored her, like, and moved on to, like, a less complicated woman who was this, his student, who was a, you know... Who was cool. Who was the cool girl, yeah. you know? She's,
1: like, who, if down... If you give her, like, five years, she would have grown up and have had a different set of needs, so he was just gonna continue recycling. Just very young, impressionable women.
0: And, to be fair, to be fair, her parents were also pieces of shit, uh, and... I also think, like, we have to acknowledge that she is not a a reliable narrator. Like, he's not a reliable narrator, but neither is she. Like, all of this comes through the lens of her being very biased about the state of their marriage. Because I think that there is something to the way that he was talking about. Like, she was – like, he would come home and she – was always there to remind him how inadequate he was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, they're both like, yeah. This is by no means uh, trying to be on the side of Amy because they're both awful. I mean, they both needed a lot of therapy. Oh my god. Like I wrote down that like she could have, she could have really benefited from therapy from an early age. Like your parents are writing, taking your life story, but enhancing it to sell books. Um therapy's always the answer. <laughs>
0: um, so then so
1: we meet Amy, she's in the car, she's like fucking
0: pounding Kit Kats. Um which, yes, more power to you, lady. <laughs> uh, and she's driving out to the middle of nowhere to basically disappear. And this is when we meet the people who I refer to as Trash Friend 1 and Trash Friend 2 okay so I have to say and this is the thing that kind of bothers me throughout the entire movie is like she's so meticulous like she makes all of these lists she's read all of these books she has done all of her research she has timed everything correctly she has kept you know like her calendar in check she has everything down to a T and then she fucks up and she becomes friends with, like, trash neighbor number one, okay? Trash neighbor number one and you don't need to have anything to do you with each other. You never need to talk to Trash Girl. Never. 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 So just the fact that, you know, she, like, her weird New Orleans accent was, which was terrible. It was bad. Yeah, why would you pick, like, that's the hardest accent. It's really why hard. Why would you, like... Yeah, yeah. She should have yeah, gone with, you, like, North Dakota or wherever it is that they said she also was from. like,
1: answer to your fake name. Yeah. Like, if you're going to talk <laughs> to people, make sure that you remember the fake name that you chose. Yeah. Because that's the first, like, giveaway that she's just, like, sitting there and this <laughs> trash friend number one is calling her and she doesn't answer. Yeah. Well, like,
0: also, she's obsessively checking stories about herself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, and like, yes, you dyed your hair. Like, it's again, it's like another trope in movies. This one, like, backwards, where like instead of making the lead character like beautiful by removing her glasses, she dyes her hair a mousy brown and thinks like no one's gonna see the resemblance. And I'm fat. While now. you're watching yourself, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and while she's watching herself with Trash
0: Friend, um, she does the thing in the movie that is probably, to me, like the funniest possible thing she can do, which is she spits in her friend's mountain dew. <laughs> it's because her friend's like, she was just an uptight bitch. And she's like, no, she's likable. Show me the lie. Yeah. And she's like, no, she was a bitch. And like, gets up to go pee. And she just leans over and it's like, just, like, spits into that drink. It's a Mountain Dew, actually. Not just yeah, any drink. Yeah, it's the cola. Yeah. Swirls it around and just leaves it there. And, like, such pleasure on her face when she sees that girl take a sip of that Mountain Dew with her fat loogie in it. Just, just, you know, it's like, it's it's, I feel like it's so her like it's like yeah she's a vindictive bitch she does not fuck around um so so she hangs out with trash friend one um this dude who is also staying at what i can only imagine is like i don't know cabins cabin town arkansas i i don't know in the ozark somewhere yeah they're just they're camping Um, so this dude who has a cast on the whole time I was like, all right, buddy, you got to figure that out. There's no way that thing is still broken. (laughs) Um, It makes so Trash Friend 2 with the cast makes friends with Trash Friend 1. And then they notice that Amy is getting ready to leave, but they went to mini golf with Amy a couple nights before, and Amy's money pouch fell off.
1: Which, again, (sighs) someone's so prepared, you got to get a better money pouch. Yeah, I – okay, I was thinking about this as I was going to
0: sleep last night. I imagine, like, money pouch has, like, a fanny clip, fanny pack kind of clip, you know, like the one that looks like a seatbelt almost, and those are fucking secure. Like, those don't just fall off of your body because it's supposed to be secure. It's your money anyway um also rule number one amy i know she fucking knew this you don't keep all of your money in one place it's called diversification of your portfolio (laughs) (laughs) are you fucking dumb carry a wallet like a human being (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's not gonna look suspicious when you have to like roll up your shirt to like pull out of like that that is yeah how does she pay for mini golf (laughs) exactly So, it may not have even been then. Like, that's maybe, like, they heard it fall on the ground. They're like, oh, it's heavy. But, like, they probably saw that pouch from, like, way before. Okay, so, long story short, which is not really that long or that short. Bitch gets robbed. (laughs) She had it coming. I'm sorry. Just
1: completely... You don't make friends with trash friend one or two. Yeah, if you're running away to die, why... Why do you need friends? Especially, like, after she... Makes a big deal about befriending the idiot friend, yeah, like her neighbor. Oh my god! Then you're gonna hang out with trash people.
0: No. And how dare you even like talk about Noel badly when you made friends with these people? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's true. Like, get like, the like, hell Noelle's out of here. Noel's not a criminal. Um. So they rob her. She is like homeless. Fucked. <laughs> basically, uh, she's got no money. So she calls. Who does she call? Desi, old stalker Neil Patrick Harris.
1: Yep. Who like just plays Neil Patrick Harris? Like, does he? I don't don't think Neil Patrick Harris. The creepiest
0: version of Neil Patrick Harris. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: but he still has the
0: essence. Okay, so hold on. So we we need to pause Amy's story for a minute because while Amy is like doing her fucking thing, being a goddamn idiot. Um her husband is trying to get his shit together. Still an idiot. Both of these people are idiots. Yep. Um her husband's trying to like get his shit together and he decides he's going to try to find a lawyer. The best lawyer for guilty husbands. <laughs> the guy who like defends fucking murderer husbands all the yeah. time. Yeah. Is named. I
1: oh, feel like wait. I
0: need like drum roll for Hold this. Hold on. <laughs> Tanner Bolt. Tanner, yep, <laughs> Tanner! Of course. Bolt. And, like, guys, don't be fucking profilers here. His name might be Tanner Bolt. You might think he is a, like, overly tan blonde guy who went to prep school. No. Played by Tyler Perry. <laughs> Medea. Yep. Yes. I. I remember the first time I saw Tyler Perry in this, like, in this role, and I was like, oh my god, all of my preconceived notions of the world have been shattered.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I remember when, like, the casting was announced, and I was, like, intrigued.
0: I was really excited. For the casting
1: of, yeah. Of Tyler Perry, as a man. He's, yeah, he's great. Idea, as, Like, he Because also- he's also... He's another person who's just like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Yeah. Because then while while we're checking in with Amy, um, our hero Rhonda finds go, goes back to the house, um, to the dad's house, finds Amy's diary. And she's just like, is this your wife's handwriting? And stupid Ben Affleck is just like, yeah, it is. Yep. And Tanner's got to be like, dude, you're not an expert. What are you doing?
0: And he had the $100,000 uh, retainer. That guy.
1: Yes. So he did
0: something and she... right.
1: <laughs> so one of the things in this movie that gave me... The most anxiety is the fact that she spends a hundred and seventeen thousand dollars in credit cards. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh my
0: god! So, so he much. a
1: hundred and seven. Aside from like whatever other debt he has, that is a new because like we haven't gotten to the end of the movie, but like what happens after that?
0: Do <laughs> they, they have return to work everything? Work their dicks
1: off going to interviews. Um, pay off all that debt? No, I I think they get,
0: like, a Lifetime movie. I think Tanner says something like, hey, man, you got, like, a Lifetime movie, a
1: book deal? You should probably thank her. You know? So, like... Yeah, because, like, that amount of money, that amount of debt, I was just like, (gasps) this is... Amazing Amy is not done yet. She's not going down so easily. (laughs) So,
0: Ben Affleck is, like, getting his lawyer or whatever... Um, And, like, maybe trying to get his shit together. Rhonda Boney is the only hero in this movie because she's, like, the only one putting the pieces together of being like, (laughs) you guys, there's something wrong here. (laughs) Um, And Amy calls her old stalker, Neil Patrick Harris. And this is where... I feel like in the book, they did such an amazing job of being like, "Uh uh-oh, tables are turned, bitch. (laughs) He comes to get her in like a cheap, uh, what is it, casino, I guess? Oh, yeah. he's like, just come with me to my lake house. You'll be totally safe. And she's like... Okay, because, like, she's fucked. She has nothing else to do. She has, like, never in her life not had any other resources at her disposal. So, yeah. Um, So he brings her to this, like, incredible lake house. He, like, makes a point to show her, like, all of the luxurious things that have been tailored to her liking. Like...
1: Including a gym overlooking the lake, so she can work. Well, I feel like the minute that he sees
0: her, he's like, "Bitch, you got fat." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: no, he's like,
0: "You poor thing, like what happened to you?" He's like horrified to see her because. Because she, she looks really rough, you know? And like, oh, my God. We, we didn't even talk about one of the reasons that she looks really rough. She hits herself in the face with a ball-peen hammer. hammer. Where was this hammer when these two oh trash my friends came over? God. Like, what? She was already suspicious of them. Like, she knew something was up. She was heading out. And... Yeah, I just, I can't
1: understand. Yeah, and later we learn that she's not opposed to, like, hurting people, so...
0: Yeah, could have
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: so he, he sets her up in her beautiful gilded prison <laughs> uh, where there's a gym. Cool. Uh, and Rhonda Boney is arresting her husband at the same time. And then we kind of fast forward to... When it's like twenty one days later, and they like pan on twenty one days later, Amy, and bitch looks
1: amazing, incredible. Yeah, that haircut. Did he give her
0: that haircut?
1: What? That's really because like he buys her hair dye, so you know she dyed her hair back to blonde, but. That is an incredible haircut. What yeah.
0: stylist came out to this lake house They blindfolded and was like, here, them. let me make your white prisoner a nice hairdo? They brought the person in a blindfold into to the lake house just so Amy could feel safe. Amy wore like a mask the whole time. Um, Yeah she was doing face masks In that same scene She's wearing okay so there is this thing In movies that I'm convinced is not real Like it's just it's not real in real life And it's Women wearing Like silk shift Dresses to like Bed and like silk shift Dresses with like teddy robes
1: Yes Um, That have no wrinkles on them or food stains. No wrinkles, I no don't know food if I'm stains. the only one. She's
0: sitting at breakfast in, like, this silk tiny dress with this, like, little robe. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, bitch, who the fuck wears this shit to bed? That does not look comfortable. It does not look <laughs> no. comfortable at all.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's the same when women in, like, any kind of movies wear, like, the button down. Oh, like, my gosh. Which she does. Yes. Early in the movie, when they're, like, they both learn that, like, they got fired. And they're hanging out, and she's wearing his shirt. Classic and it's like cool this, girl. Yep. Yeah, and it's, like, this thing where, like, we have to show women being dainty. Like, you, God forbid that you're bigger than your partner, and his shirts don't fit you. Because then <laughs> you don't belong in a movie. <laughs> Married to Ben Affleck. Uh, but that's such a, like, that is, that and the, the silky teddies that look perfect so i have a comment to make on the
0: silky teddies my mom was that lady for a no! long time yeah <laughs> my mom had like a collection of robes that matched like teddies and i was like, like multiple yes ropes? they were different and they match i mean guys my mom i should preface this with like I my mean, mom yeah, is a no, very I, beautiful grace graceful woman and she's very feminine like she's like feminine to the extreme like she's been wearing heels since she was like 15 and like refuses not to wear them ever so she's just you know that person so it makes sense to me but like it wasn't until like I met other women that I was like oh women don't wear that like that's not a thing that like people I buy think, like it's just so I always weird. assumed that that was a thing that you put on specifically so that like it could be taken off okay yeah yeah Like, I can't imagine. I I kind of I would just get really sweaty. (laughs) Like, I would wear, like, I would put it on to go to bed, and Mike would be like, are you okay? (laughs) You wake up, and it's, like, at your neck, and you're just, like, tangled in it. Like, oh,
1: what is this Literally,
0: I've sweated it into, like, a (laughs) sopping, just, scarf (laughs) that has made its way up to my neck.
1: (laughs) it would definitely try to kill you in the middle of the day like if you move any sudden movements in bed and that teddy is taking you down
0: and then my dogs would eat it (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) so okay
0: so this is when you discover that Amy like Amy's playing more games than like I couldn't even learn the rules to Amy is Like, on one side, she has been playing her husband for more than a month now. Like, he is going down. And then on the other side, she is playing Desi. Oh, yeah. Like, she moves to where there's no cameras in the house and, like, makes out with him. And then... He is leaving and like trying to like make like get himself put together again. And then she goes to where there are cameras in the house and starts screaming with like wine on the front of her silk teddy yeah. to make it look like blood. So that later on, when the like film is pulled or when the digital recording is pulled, because it's 2008, I guess. No, it's like 2009. Um, that it will look like she was his prisoner. I'm pretty sure she also, like, self-sodomizes herself. Oh, my. Okay. I was just going to get to the fucking wine wine bottle. (laughs) she
1: does that and the, like, string around her wrist. Yeah, the ligature. Yeah. The the weird wrist exercises. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's. (sighs) So, when I first saw this movie, and there's a lot to be disturbed about in this movie, because right after she violates herself with a wine bottle she slits Neil Patrick Harris's throat with a scalpel while they're having sex. So there's a lot to be like really upset about. Um, Ben Affleck is in it really disturbing stuff. Um, But the thing that I found most disturbing about this movie was the fucking wine bottle. (laughs) Like, I could not, I could not get that idea out of my head. I could not get, like, the thoughts out of my head that, like, this. Because she also, so she, she takes a wine bottle. She wants to simulate that, like, these are rape injuries. So she takes this wine bottle and in classic David Fincher style, like, it's not like she's just going to, like, mime and imply what you think is happening. Oh, yeah, no, she goes for it. She takes the wine bottle. She, like, puts it inside and then she's like move it around <laughs> and i was like this just the whole time i was like no 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 <laughs> no like <laughs> why jesus
1: why <laughs> um yeah she was like and, dead in the eyes when she's like oh watching herself time. in the mirror it's it's like the same when she hits herself with a hammer just like no emotion <sighs> You gotta get it done. Yeah, and then just like the best is like when they're so like Neil Patrick Harris comes back and she's wearing an amazing dress, which I can't tell oh, if that's in itself a teddy, no,
0: or, no, no like no, no, a no. Silky that, that's a real dress. I yeah. I remember she the exact dress that you're talking about, and it was beautiful. It has like these like sheer panels at like the rib cage. Yeah, oh, so
1: nice. So they have sex and like the look, like the one thing from that movie that I always just have in my mind is when she grabs like the box cutter, or like the scalpel that she has and like holds it and like she's just like, and Neil Patrick, like it's like a few seconds where she's just kind of holding it, waiting for him to finish well, so that she can fucking like go for it. So
0: hold on. Okay. So this was a question that I had watching this a second time. Is this the first time that they're having sex? I don't think so. Because I didn't think so the first time that I watched it, but then I watched it again and he was like, Are you ready? And she was like, Yes, I want it right now. Yeah. But could it also have been because she's, like, feeding him this, like, idea that she's been, like, abused by her husband and, like, you know, like, she's delicate? Because, like, she plays that up quite a bit. So I don't know if he's, like, asking because he's not sure if, like, she's ready to, like, be with another man yet. Um, Which seems, like, kind of oddly sensitive of him because he's kind of a dick, like,
1: the rest of the time. He, like, takes her But I also... Yeah, I also think like he was waiting for her to get back into shape. True,
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but that's what I mean. He was kind like, of. I dickish. think that part she of it was like, was like uh, yes, really until you are anymore.
1: emotionally ready, <laughs> but then get your body back, please. Yeah. Until
0: you are yourself again, aka yes. <laughs> thin and hot, like you were in high school <laughs> when we met. Yeah. I just I can't like. I have an issue sometimes just disassociating like certain characters from other characters that they've played. So like Neil Patrick Harris seemed like so like shy and like modest to me. And I'm like, Barney, like what is wrong with you? Like from how I met your mother, I'm just thinking like, you know, like he'd be all over this and he wouldn't be shy about it. But then like, you know, obviously this is like a whole different person. Um, But he seemed like apprehensive to get into it. But then he also is like, he has his eyes shut, like, the whole time, and she's just, like, looking up at him and, like, letting him do his thing. And that's when she, like, grabs the box cutter and just...
1: Yeah, just a look on her face. She's just kind of, like, there waiting yeah. to slash. And she's like, just open your eyes. Right? Well...
0: Be present. Not to, not to rain on Alba's trivia parade. Um. So something that I read was that David Fincher had a really hard time casting Desi, and like they went through a bunch of like rounds of auditions, and like he was working with a casting director, and then he saw Neil Patrick Harris hosting the Emmys or the Tonys, and was like, "That's the guy."
1: <laughs> Which I think so like- they get cast like being himself yeah i think that's when like neil is the his most self is when he's hosting
0: yeah um
1: okay so she she takes
0: the box cutter she he's like having sex with her and she slits his throat while he's having sex with her um and then like the craziest so like this is so intense i i remember also the first time that i saw this movie thinking like seeing it feels more intense than when i read it and i feel like that's not always true
1: yeah um
0: so she like lets she like has all of his blood like falling down on top of her she is like wearing she also was wearing like white underwear like everything is white in the room so it's like even more upsetting um and then she that's when you like see the d (laughs) <laughs> yep you see the bloody d <laughs> because she flips over on top of him and just starts like choking the shit out of him yeah i remember just being like oh no tone
1: it down <laughs> he's dead <laughs> like it's done yeah, girl <laughs> she can't let him like fight her off and then I love like when she like hair gets in her face (gasps) but she's like covered in blood and doesn't want to touch her face yeah Yeah. so she like gently tries to move
0: it with like the side of her hand like not to get the blood on her actual face she like yeah she like blows it out of her face she's like she's like flipping her hair back and is like (laughs) god damn it Um, so then she jumps in the car not my new haircut no she doesn't put any on she doesn't put on any clothes no Mm -hmm. covered in blood Jumps in the car. Drives, I guess, all the way the fuck out to Missouri from wherever they are. From. Oh, where, where did he say they were? Oh. He said, like, where they were. Um, anyway. Because I
1: know he lives in, like, St. Louis. St. Louis. But I don't know yes. where his. Yeah.
0: So she drives out from St. Louis to wherever they live in Missouri. Um, and makes the most dramatic entrance <laughs> That I have ever seen like in my life. Like literally I was like applauding. I was like, yes I was like horrified. I was just thinking like if I were Ben Affleck or even just one of the camera dudes, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Who the fuck is that? They're covered in blood. What the fuck? Oh, shit. The
1: wife came back.
0: Is that the wife? Oh, my God. Why is she bloody? Is she dead? Is she like I would be like losing it. I, I would not know what to do. And, and then like, and she like faints in Ben Affleck's arms, faints for sure, fake faints, um, oh, in front like, of all of the cameras. Yeah. Oh, it's so dramatic, though. It's like one of those like you know, like ha ah, kind of faints where it's like she falls back and he he's carrying her and like, oh, it's just so much. Y'all, big ups to Amy. I'm I'm all here for this dramatic insanity. I'm here for it. <laughs> Um so then oh and then this is another great scene. They he takes her to the hospital. Um they do a rape kit, they like put her under a bunch of I don't know, like painkillers or whatever. And she and she still has the wherewithal to be like Rhonda Boney, you incompetent bitch. Yeah. She's calling her out. She's like, I'll talk now. I'll tell you everything I remember. But
1: if it hadn't been for your incompetence, I'd still be locked
0: up in a prison. Like,
1: ugh. Yeah, because Rhonda is the only one that's like, wait a second. Let's go over this because it doesn't make sense when you think about it too much. Whereas, like, every other detective is just, like, watching her like, oh, my God, she survived. Well, she's also the only female investigator
0: which i feel yeah. like was also significant in the room where it's like all of the men are trying to be like soft and sensitive and she's like no y'all like yeah see what i'm seeing right now <laughs> she is this lying shit to it is you. weird yeah they also didn't wash off any of the blood like they didn't bathe her when she got to the hospital they just put her into scrubs and i was like this is not sanitary Right, that's what I thought too. Like, rinse her rubber down with something, like baby wipes. In I don't the, know.
1: <clears throat> it's in the service of the story, because then she's got to get in the shower with the oh, nasty. Yeah. Okay. So then it comes full circle. Full circle this to podcast. the D. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. <laughs> so, Alba,
1: take us away. She gets home, still covered in blood, in scrubs. Yeah, and he's and he's basically like, what the fuck just happened? And then she's like, "We'll talk, but in the shower, because I gotta make sure you're not wearing what a wire." The fuck was that? Because she is still on. Like she is a psychopath, but she is also like a bad bitch. Yeah, like she's not playing games. Uh-uh. yeah, no. And then yeah, just basically tells him like, "I had to fight for you and come back for you, and I saw you on TV. Like you're you're." She basically. Tells herself that because in the time that she's been gone, he's become the person that she fell in love with. And it's now like, we're going to be together. And Ben Affleck's like, "Uh, I'm scared of you. I'm going to sleep in the other room. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, to be fair to her. I did not like Ben Affleck
0: at all until he started like turning it on. true. Yeah. Like that, then when he is like turning it on for the cameras and is like, oh, she's playing a game. I know this game. And like starts actually behaving like he has two brain cells in his head. That was when I was like, yes, I'm here for you, Nick. Like, I want you to get it together.
1: (laughs) So I want you two crazy kids (laughs) to find love again. You deserve each other. I just want
0: you two psychotic narcissists to make it work
1: and to grow your family yeah Uh,
0: so yeah so he moves into the guest room with the cat oh my god how could I have forgotten I'm mad at myself right now
1: (laughs) it's because your iPad is I'm sure you had (laughs) this (laughs) written
0: down in all of my notes you guys you guys (laughs) this (laughs) cat this orange cat okay so number one it was all one cat which I think is really impressive yeah. Wow. They're the same actor cat. Guys, guess what the cat's name was?
1: What? I can't remember. It was Cheeto. <laughs> oh, that makes me like them. I know. No, 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 no. The actor cat. Oh, None no, the cat in
0: the movie. The actor cat. Actor <laughs> cat is Cheeto. Oh I read gosh. like this is whole on Instagram? thing from David Fincher about um like directing this movie, and they were like, "What was the most enjoyable part of it?" And he was like, "Working with this cat, Cheeto." He <laughs> was like, "You could put Cheeto down. Like you could tell <laughs> Cheeto, like you're gonna sit here, and Cheeto would stay there for nine hours." Cheeto oh would like gosh. lay down oh and god. take a nap and not move. And he fucking loved it. He was like, we had no continuity problems. Cheeto <laughs> was amazing to work with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and amazing. he was like, oh my god, this cat's name is Cheeto and it's alive in the yeah. world somewhere, and I haven't had it yet. A <laughs> good <sighs> actor cat. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have. I don't know how I didn't open the episode with this information.
1: I can't believe we chose to open with Ben Affleck's peeing oh and, God, not, and not
0: Cheeto. And not Cheeto. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Cheeto seems far
0: more significant now. Yeah, he definitely. Is. He- he also made Ben Affleck, like, likable, because Ben Affleck, like, remembered to feed the cat oh and, like, remembered God. to tell the cops to feed the cat. And, like, he was very, like, concerned about the cat. Well, when he, like, sits down in the guest room and just, like, holds the cat alone for a while, I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, sick. Now you are a human being. <laughs> he also, like, cleans up glass on the floor. Um, and he's like, oh, can't let you step in the glass. You know, he, like, talks to the cat as he's, like, picking him up and, like, cleaning up the floor where he threw a fucking glass. So <laughs> he cares about the cat. Him and Cheetos are, or, or Cheeto, are uh, besties. <laughs> that cat does look like a Cheeto, though. Like a little he puppy does. Cheeto.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so then what happens? Oh, okay. So l- listeners, sweet listeners, uh, if you haven't watched this movie, fine, whatever. But, like, do yourself a favor and go watch this movie because now there's a whole other part of the movie. Like, there's a whole other turn that it takes where, like, now she gets pregnant? Yeah. He, like, mentions that he, like, got a letter from the sperm bank and... And Amy said she didn't want kids, so he threw it away and just didn't care. And apparently from the time that Amy murders Neil Patrick Harris and then comes home, somehow gets her and her husband acquitted of all charges, (laughs) she has time to go to the fertility bank and uh, become, like, not artificially inseminated.
1: Oh, yeah, it is artificially
0: inseminated because it's not with a penis. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: And, like, no one, like, at this small town sperm bank it's like oh hey you're that lady that I went missing yeah. and came back where's your husband why isn't he
0: here like you're using his yeah. sperm <laughs> uh yeah so she uh gets pregnant and then basically she ties him down yeah and he's like ready to tell her that he's leaving he's like
1: no i'm done and then she's like actually no i got well, you and then she has the conversation with uh tanner bolt and Rhonda. Oh, Yeah. After she comes back where they're all basically like, she's a crazy bitch, but there's nothing you can do about it because we have no proof. Yep. Um, and he's like, well, I'm going to leave her. And then Tanner Bolt's like, well, no, because she he tells her that he wants to leave her. And she's like, everyone will destroy you. You'll lose all credibility. And then she gets pregnant. Yep. She knew what she was doing. And- yeah. Yeah, and she's like and that's
0: when they is that when they start sleeping in bed together again and he starts like the monologue from the beginning of the movie which I thought was so perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like the Like especially the like what have we done to each other? Yeah. But she says um Or no, he says to her, he's like, all
0: we ever did, like, when they were together, because she's, like, trying to remind him that, like, he's the best person and the best version of himself when they're together and when he's trying to make her happy. And he's like, all we did was try and control each other and then resent each other. And she replies, like, oh, that's marriage. That's what it's all about. Oh, that's, like, right after he, like, slams her against the wall and he's, like, choking her and she's pregnant And all that I could think – I felt really bad about this, but all that I could think was, like, this is the most chemistry that these two people have had in this entire movie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, he is legitimately abusing her. And, like, this is – because the whole – like, the whole beginning of the movie, I was like, do these two people even like each other?
1: Like, what – Yeah, it's, like, the first time they display, like, real emotion –
0: and I, I, I don't I don't know if that's on purpose because, like, when we see them together originally, they're kind of – it's fake, right? Like, Amy. It's part of Amy's yeah, diary. Yeah, we don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But I was just, like, this is what the whole movie should have been. It should have been, like, them, like, being passionate and, like, this is what drives her to, like, do this thing. <sighs> when they're at a press conference and she's, like, smiling and she – Says something and looks over at him and, like, through gritted teeth is, like, kissing me on the cheek. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. then fake Nancy Grace comes over their house and they announce mm-hmm. that they're pregnant. Also, again, wonderful. Just this actress who plays fake Nancy Grace is my favorite <gasps> oh. person. Uh, she's a delight. <laughs> um, and then, like, literally it's just the wrap up of the movie of them like well like of him being like well i guess i'm stuck with you now and his twin sister is like no i can't watch you guys be together because i'm in love with my twin brother i guess <laughs> <laughs> and and then it like ends with them continuing to be together
1: and i was just like fuck
0: yeah
1: yeah It's a dark movie For real I love it But I Yeah I love that ending I feel like I want there to be a sequel Where we just watch like The
0: first year of this baby being alive (laughs) Oh man I don't know And like have Affleck slowly sliding into insanity (laughs) (laughs) And then he reveals the tattoo on his back (laughs)
1: Like, this is what I've been spending the last year doing. He's like, no,
0: don't touch me. Feast your eyes. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean, don't touch you? You're my husband. He's like, no, it hurts. I got a tattoo.
1: <laughs> well, he
0: finally moves out of the guest room. And he's like, yeah. look at my tattoo. This is something that can oh. never be undone. Oh, guys, do you remember fake Nancy Grace? She's she's hilarious because she comes over to their house to, for them to do this interview about the baby. Uh, and she brings Ben Affleck a robot cat and it's like i got it for you <laughs> for it to, to go with the dog oh my uh, god i was dead it was the best i was like uh-huh yep i was like yeah i was here for this whole movie like every yep. decision that was made i was like yes this was the perfect decision <laughs> like this tacky shit yes this was yep. it <laughs> thank you <laughs> <sighs> I loved it. Like it was so bad, but it was so like all of the decisions were so over the top and perfect. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this movie. I really really love it. And and like all of the casting, like everybody in this movie, I think nails it. It's just very very good. All yeah, I thought cuz I do think Jillian Flynn I think she does a very bad job of writing um Empathetic women, yeah. Like I, I think like the women are always fascinating in her books, but they're often like it's very hard to understand why they make the decisions they make. And I think she also wrote *Girl on the Train*, right?
1: Did she really? Uh, no, no, that was um, that was someone else. Well,
0: <laughs> there was a different movie, or I, not different movie, a yeah. different um. Book that I listened to that was by her as well. That I was like, I can't figure out why this character like did this. There's not enough to explain why. Um, but I thought that like that just they casted it so well that I didn't care. Like I didn't care why this woman was behaving like this crazy person. Like I was mm-hmm. just like, whatever. I'm in here. I'm down for this ride.
1: Yeah, girl on the train was. Written by Paula okay, Hawkins. Okay, well, that should be our next one. But it's a very <laughs> yeah. I have I have actually not seen. Oh, that I haven't either. I, like, Me neither. I love Emily Blunt. It just like came out during a, like a week. I was just like not going to the movies. Y'all. And then I just been whining. I like been waiting for it to be like available on some sort of streaming service. Y'all, I think we know what our next
0: <laughs> movie yeah. is going to be.
1: Because that's also, like, a fucking crazy-ass oh, movie. Yeah, it is. God. Or book. Yeah, yeah, I read
0: the book. Actually, no, I listened to the yeah. audiobook. I listened to the audiobook, too. It's good. I really Another, like, audiobooks. unreliable narrator. Yeah. Maybe we'll do, like, one that's, like, a little bit worse and, like, lighthearted, and then we'll do Girl on the Train. Yeah. I've been thinking, like, yeah. we have to do Heathers at some point. Like, there's no option. <sighs> so maybe yeah. we'll yeah. do Heathers and then Girl on the Train. I don't know that I've ever seen all of Heather's. Wait, what? Yeah. Jen, you were a okay, Heather. Okay, well, then that's... I, I know, I was a Heather. I still have, like, the top half of that outfit. Actually, maybe the entire outfit. I got outfit. rid of
1: the blazer, and it's one of my biggest regrets. Yeah, that blazer came back. That blazer is stylish now. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: Mike... I just, like... Mike had never seen Heather's, but he had seen you guys dressed as Heather's and so when we finally watched heathers he was like what this is what that reference
1: was (laughs) guys nick also dressed up as a heather should i remind you oh yeah i have a picture of us on our on my fridge that's That's one of my my favorite halloween's
0: yeah oh my gosh that was a
1: fantastic party yeah i ran into a sliding glass door (laughs) (laughs) true story (laughs) Because it was very dark inside. You, you did, the decorations were on point. It was your like stereotypical Halloween party with like a fog machine. Oh, yeah. And, and all the lights were turned. Yeah, all the lights were off in the house. And there was a fog machine in front of the <laughs> sliding glass door. So like my bad. Someone was going to do. And it was hard too. Like I was like walking out of the house without purpose. Because I think I had just made some like stupid comment to someone or some like snotty remark (laughs) and i just like decided to do like a dramatic exit and just like bounced off the sliding glass door (laughs) i just remember the sound like Like, it was just so loud everyone everyone else inside was just like what the fuck and then everyone outside is like what is happening (laughs) yeah i think i was just so embarrassed that i don't even remember if it hurt
0: Like it was just like the lay-off of your pride was worse than anything. Yeah,
1: it was definitely worse than I'm sure whatever (laughs) head wound I got. Uh,
0: Okay, so last thoughts on Gone Girl.
1: Um I watched like I I think I told Natalie when we were trying to when we were settling in that I watched this movie like anytime that it's available on demand. I watch it. So, like, when I was watching it last night, Chris just thought that I was watching it because it's what I do, like, (laughs) every year. (laughs) And then I was like, no, we're actually going to talk about this movie. But I love it. I love David Fincher. So good. And, like, we've mentioned, like, it's Ben Affleck's best movie. It's so perfect for him. And, yeah, he's just so good in it. And everyone, all, like, the cast is fantastic. And then you watch it, and you like, like that. We never really talked about like the other boyfriend that she like pressed charges against, oh and also like God. faked. That is uh, another like prominent actor. I I want to say his name is like Scoot. <laughs> like it's S C O O T McNeary. <laughs> Scoot. It's uh, like they couldn't go that, with two T's instead of two O's. No, no, they wanted him to be different. But uh, he's on. Um, the show Halt and Catch Fire oh on AMC and he I think he was like in the Batman movies with Ben Affleck too hmm. um but yeah like the cast is just incredibly stacked like Carrie Coon went on to be on uh The Leftovers in which she's like fantastic I'm, I love uh, her even Carrie if like Wilson she- Casey, Casey Wilson <laughs> sorry y'all <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> Casey Wilson. I mean, Carrie Coon, so Casey good. Wilson. I love her.
1: She, I there was she filmed a pilot with uh, B.C. Phillips <sighs> that like never oh my got God, picked I would up. Watch
0: that so hard.
1: Like where they play sisters, and it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with all these like network executives that like wouldn't pick up? Like Busy Phillips, like super excited about it, and they shopped it around. And no one picked it up, and it's just like I—I I need to see that. Like I need <laughs> more Casey Wilson in my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so what what are y'all excited about right now? About womanhood. About womanhood. Um. In general, silence. Well, um, I'm, I'm excited that ladies are embracing their womanhood yes. and uh, are becoming more and more proud to just be who they are instead of something that they are supposed to be. I think I like the idea of that becoming much more mainstream and people being more comfortable in their own skin. And I think that's a great thing for womanhood and people in general, honestly. But yeah.
1: And like tying this movie in that the fact that like we were able to like – Talk about this whole "cool girl" symptom of our like society, and the fact that it's become a trope. And it's good that it's a trope because because it's
0: toxic. Real people
1: are not like that, <laughs> and it's toxic. Um, and yeah, like people are just becoming aware that because women care about things doesn't make us difficult. It doesn't make us anything. It just makes us human beings.
0: Well, I always <sighs> so like. Don't get me wrong. My dad is not like the pinnacle of like healthy masculinity, but my dad's also almost 80 years old. Um, like I had an old dad my whole life and he was weirdly empowering. I think it's because he was raised by a single mom. Um, he was weirdly empowering about being a woman. He like always played us like Madonna tapes and was always like, like I remember one time I think I was like, I was like a little shit in like sixth grade. And I was like, Madonna's a slut. And he was like, and he like grabbed my arm and was like, Madonna is the smartest businesswoman in the world right now. Oh. Oh my God. And I I was like, oh shit. (laughs) I done fucked up. Um, But I also remember once him saying to me, like, don't be easy, Natalie. Always be hard. And I think, because English is his second language, I think I took it as, like, don't be easy, as in, like, don't be slutty. But I think what he meant was, like, don't be too, like, cool. Like, be difficult.
1: And I think he also... He, yeah, don't be so agreeable yeah. just
0: to make people like yeah. you.
1: Yeah. because That's really good yeah, advice. it is.
0: <laughs> it was, like, a... It was a very weird um, thing that my dad used to do specifically for his daughter's that I think ultimately led us to be, like, really bossy girls.
1: <laughs> Amazing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but that that's what this movie reminded me of, of, like, don't be easy. Be difficult. <laughs> don't take shit from no one. Be complicated. Otherwise, you're just going to end up, like, fucking hating everything.
1: <laughs> and then faking your own death and killing people in the process it's a real slippery slope to just <laughs> sodomizing I mean,
0: yourself just at any shit. moment any of us could snap <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> if, <laughs> i don't know like this the sodomy is like ah, maybe not <laughs> if there's one thing gone girl taught me it's that all of us are um two sugar kisses away from just like <laughs> snapping yep um I, oh I'm also really excited for um, I know that you guys are not cartoon watchers but there's this really excellent show coming out um, called Infinity Train um, one of the one of my favorite podcasts Teen Creeps um, the host of that Lindsay K tai, is a writer for it um, the short for it you can find it on YouTube um, and the and it's a female lead it's like a female lead Cartoon Network show. Um, which I feel like is That's kind of awesome.
1: rare.
0: Um, and it looks like it's going to be really, really good. Uh, so everyone, keep an eye out for Infinity Train. I'm really excited for it to come out.
1: Yeah, I love that, like, the, like, people, like, that are hosting podcasts that, like, get to create other things. Because, like, that happened with um, one of the guys from Gilmore, uh, from the Gilmore Guys podcast. <laughs> He's a writer for The Good Place. No way. <laughs> which is, yeah, which is a fantastic show that everyone yes. should watch. But yeah, like, he basically just, like, started doing this podcast. He was the one half of the show that had never seen Gilmore Girls. Um, and then, yeah, he's out there writing, and it's really awesome, and yeah, everyone should just watch The Good Place. Yeah. Talking about difficult and difficult women, <laughs> it's... It's up there. Yeah, Mike's
0: mom was in town um, last weekend, and we, like, we had a really, really chill trip for her because she has been to D.C. before and done all the tour stuff. And this time she was just like, no, I just want to hang out with you guys this weekend. So we watched um, the first episode of The Good Place, and then we watched um, – like a couple episodes of Father Brown and I thought for sure she was gonna like The Good Place and then she's been texting me like all week like oh my god I love Father Brown <laughs> so if you guys also have not watched Father Brown one of my plants is named after Father Brown um, make sure to watch it cause oh, it's I have to amazing check it out. it's like this amazingly heartwarming like murder, like British murder mystery <laughs> I love it so much um. Anything else? Anything else that's fun? Well, let's also, so we're going to do next, it sounds like, Heathers. And then after that, we're going to do The Girl on the Train. Yeah. yeah. Okay, listeners, yeah. make sure that you keep up. Um, Unless you don't want to. Unless you just want us to explain these movies to you. <laughs>
1: We can, we can do that. Which is, I think this whole podcast, like, we could have watched the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. It's, it's the same length. I mean, we are talking about a David Finter movie. The least we can do is just talk about it for three hours. Yes, well, pretty I, much. I don't
0: actually know. That movie was super long. Yeah, it's like two and a half hours. It yeah. was so long. I was, like, shocked by how long it was. I, uh, Yeah. I had no idea. I was like, I'll watch this yeah, real and he's quick. Like, and I was like, nope, not real quick. This is <laughs> not quick.
1: Yeah. He's notorious for, like, just filming thing scenes a hundred times. So I think, like, he filmed, like, a total of, like, a ridiculous amount of hours. Like, 500 hours of, like, footage. Oh, my God.
0: Well, I'm glad that we're doing because this David Fincher movie early because I know, I know eventually, like, we have to do The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo oh man that's another super long one that one's so good that one's a harder watch was that That the inspo for Ben Affleck's tattoo? (laughs) Jen (laughs) you just solved this mystery (laughs) (laughs) I figured out his midlife crisis (laughs) oh man oh Ben I'm not rooting for you I'll be honest (laughs) yeah I mean I'm rooting for him I just because I'm rooting for like humans in general I
1: just I can't he's so ugh. and sadly he might be the he's probably the best athlete uh, oh he's
0: 100% the better athlete.
1: so it's, yeah I mean we don't you know we don't know a lot about Ben Affleck's well, life. Ben
0: Affleck seems like,
1: he, but, like chaotic neutral,
0: but Casey Affleck seems yeah. like
1: a living nightmare. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh... All right. <laughs> so, this has been... May we I ended it pizza, on a super and on like a real high and note and
1: positive note. <laughs> Wait, you guys just spoke over one another? <laughs> okay.
0: I'll let you go first.
1: <laughs> no, I was just saying that we, we ended that on a super... Uh, fun
0: and positive yeah and I said we ended said on a that. super high note yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so I'm Natalie Levy Costa uh you can follow me again uh, at n-r-l-s-e-e um, on twitter and instagram I'm Jen Schaefer uh you can follow me at yo it's
1: i-t-z-j-e-n-n uh on instagram and twitter and I'm Alba Towers. You can follow me at Alba Towers on Instagram, and I think it's also Alba Towers on Twitter. But I think you can just find us on our Twitter. Yeah, I, I don't tweet handle. we I think I I'll just tweet on there instead of going back. Someone to, called Twitter today the hate machine. So. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That right. was at work. <laughs> That's what they called it. <laughs> um, yeah, or you can follow us by searching um, May I Speak to Pizza on Twitter. Uh, we will we will be sure. We will be sure to start tweeting at some point.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, and that
0: pizza, you're going to see it.
1: <laughs> I'm going
0: to add it to my list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go uh, work on our night cheese. Yeah. And all my night cheese. <laughs> Bye.